Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Red on Red, my new podcast. The reason I wanted to start doing this um, was for a couple reasons. One was to give myself one more outlet for reaching people who need just a simple look at politics and who don't know where to start and who are really getting into paying attention to what's going on in our country, getting involved in the voting process, and are looking really to hear from one side, which would be the conservative side, the side that I represent, and the side that I associate myself with. And also because I think it's really important that if you believe in something, if you feel like you can contribute to a cause, it's important to speak up and to do it. So this is just one more way for me to do that. Uh, the way I'm going to run this is uh, cover one to two topics per episode, maybe do two to three a week, and related to current events and try and connect some kind of bigger issue to what's going on today, this week, um, this month, this year, and connect it to something bigger so that we can look at these things more holistically and just as a bigger picture kind of thing. And I really feel it's important that uh, that we just not do nothing. And if you're concerned about something, if you're concerned about, for instance, the future of our country, that you do whatever you can to to affect change. So this is one way of doing it. Um, the topic that I'm going to cover today is um, collective or collectivism versus individualism. And I think this is really important in light of recent events and in light of a few things that have happened over the past uh, seven years of the Obama administration and how it relates to the way the government looks at the people as a whole. Uh, this week, we saw what happened in Colorado Springs, Colorado with the tragedy at the Planned Parenthood clinic there. Um, as it relates to this topic, we're not going to, I don't necessarily want to get into the the political or the moral issue of it, but I want to talk about how we think about the people who perpetrate these crimes and where the blame is placed. Um, rights, responsibilities, those kinds of things, those are individual, you know, kind of concepts. Those are individual uh, phenomenon. Our rights, our responsibilities are given to us as individuals, not as groups. The corollary to that is we have to accept blame and we have to lay blame on an individual basis, not on a collective basis. So when members of the media and people who would say lean left or lean liberal, however you want to you know, label these people, say that the right wing is to blame or religious um, extremists, you know, Christian extremists are to blame or the right wing in general is to blame, they're, they're, they're escaping the point of our, a, our criminal justice system and our system as a country. We are a nation of individuals. We're not a nation of groups. The Obama administration, liberals in general, have this this need to divide everyone and to, to, to break people up into groups. They do it on the basis of race. They do it on the basis of wealth. They do it on the basis of gender. They do it on the many different bases, age. And they pit these groups one against another. You know, you always hear, um, especially during the campaign season, Barack Obama used to talk about, you know, millionaires and billionaires and how, you know, these people aren't doing what they're supposed to do, and these people are doing this. He does it with race constantly. Um, you know, we, it's time for, you know, white America to do this. It's time for black America to do this. We are a nation, the only, the only group we belong to as a nation, we are a homogenous nation of, of Americans. And that's all that really matters. Everything else besides that, you're just an individual. You know, you were an individual among this nation. I think it's really a disservice to place blame 
or to blame people for the actions of an individual. The only person who's, who's to blame for what happened in Colorado is the person who committed the crime. There's no other person at fault. I'm not at fault. There's, there's no minister. There's no person of you know, religious you know, influence. There's no person of political influence. That's responsible other than the person who committed the crime. Gun owners aren't responsible. Christians aren't responsible. White people aren't responsible. The person is responsible. You know, it's, it's really funny that they, they only apply this standard of blaming a group for the actions of an individual when it comes to something that's not done by a Muslim. And I, don't, I don't say that to, to be disparaging. I'm just con- contrasting. If you're going to apply that same principle of collective responsibility, but you refuse to say that all Muslim extremists are responsible for the actions of one Muslim extremist, you have to apply that evenly. And they don't do that. The media doesn't do it. These pundits don't do it. Planned Parenthood on, on Twitter yesterday said, you know, these people with this rhetoric, you know, to, to paraphrase, this, the, the, the rhetoric is what causes this. Rhetoric didn't cause this. The people who were saying the things didn't even do it. You, you can't say that, well, the person who heard it heard this and it caused him to do it. How does that even make sense that the person who originally said it didn't commit this crime? So don't blame the group for the action of the individuals. I, th- I think that's pretty pretty simple. Is we don't we don't prosecute groups, we don't prosecute you know we're not going to prosecute an entire wing of the country. We're not going to pro- prosecute an entire religion for the actions of this person. No, this person is responsible for his actions, and that's how it's that's how it's supposed to be. Um, as it relates to terrorism, yeah, ISIS is responsible for the things that the people related to ISIS are doing, but ISIS is an organization an official organization, a, an organized group of people. There's leaders and there's, there's subordinates and there's people in charge of this area and people in charge of that area, people in charge of you know oil and people in charge of this. It's a structured organization. Just like if your employer, you're respons- you know, your employer is always held responsible for things that its employees do. So you can apply that same principle to ISIS. So you know, somebody's going to say, well, well why are, if, if the individual is responsible in Colorado, why isn't the individual responsible for you know, preparers, for instance. Well, there wasn't, there's somebody organizing that. There wasn't somebody organizing what happened in Colorado other than the person that, or, that, that conducted it. When it comes to collectivism versus individualism, collectivism, if, you, if, you, if the government were to divide us all and if that were to be the way it is, doesn't it make it much easier for them to control us? If they only have to control the groups that they, they arbitrarily define, it's much easier for that. And that's how they pander, and that's how they, you know, they gain votes. Is well, we're gonna, we're gonna look at, you know, we wanna, we wanna get more Latino votes, so we're gonna do whatever we can to, to gain the Latino vote, or we're gonna, we wanna uh, gain the LGBT vote, so we're gonna do whatever we can to, just run, for, you know, try and get the votes of Americans. Just treat us all as Americans, because that's all we are. Stop. They're, they're the ones who divide us up into all these subgroups and pit us against each other. And it's, you know, us against them, the rich against the poor, the young against the old, black against the white, the gay against the straight. And it's, you create these groups, but really, we're all just Americans. Just don't talk about what's best for one group. Don't talk about what's best for the rich. Don't talk about what's best for the middle class. Don't talk about what's best for the poor. Just talk about what's best for the whole country. And I think that's a better strategy than trying to pick and choose what, you know, voting blocks you want to get. If I were running for office, that's what I would do, but I'm not. So... Um, that would be my advice. Individualism, I think that's that's just another word for freedom. Our nation of we we as individuals have the sovereign power. 
We as individuals have the power to make decisions in our own lives. We don't have to tie it to any other group. We don't have to say, well, I'm going to go to this college because I'm a white Christian male, so I have to go here, or I'm a white Christian male, so I have to do this. No, you're just a person. You're an individual. You can make decisions for yourself based on what's best for you. So individualism really can just be read as another synonym for freedom. And finally on this topic, our rights, like I said before, are tied to us only as an individual. We we don't have rights based on our, our participation in a group other than being American citizens. First Amendment rights, your right to free speech. You don't have that just because you're, you know, part of a demonstration. You can go out in front of the White House and demonstrate by yourself. That's not a right that's given to a group. That's a right that's given to you as an individual. Your freedom to practice your religion, that's a right that's given to you as an individual. Your freedom to own a firearm, that's a right that's given to you as an individual, depending on where you live. If you live in a place that doesn't believe in that, Chicago, D.C., New York City, I can go on and on, but you get the point. That's given to you as an individual, and it can only be taken away on an individual basis. And you can go down the list of the Bill of Rights, your due process rights, your rights you know, to a fair trial. All these things are granted to individuals. They're not granted to you as a group. So when you're looking at these things and you're looking at the way politicians speak, it's really important to say, are they talking to me as an individual or are they talking to me because I'm part of some group? Are they preaching to me based on you know, my identity one way or another of my race, my income level, my gender? Or are they just talking to me as an American? And, you know, you can, you can use that concept and you can use that, that, that frame of reference to evaluate a wide range of issues. And I, I really hope that, um, that, this, that this helps you um, to interpret what things, the things that politicians say and that it helps you to form an opinion when any issue comes up. And that's the great thing about when you, when you look at these things from, on a macro level, you can use these principles and apply them to any issue. And um, I really hope that this, that this little bit of information helped you out. And uh, I look forward to our next episode together. In the meantime, please check out our website at www.renewtherepublic.wordpress.com. Thank you.